Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello there, gorgeous screenwriters and filmmakers and beautiful creative souls, and welcome to episode 10 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. I am so glad you're here with me today. I'm so honored and thrilled, and I can't believe we're already at number 10. How quick it goes. I don't know if you guys noticed, I popped in a couple of sort of mini episodes that were about screenwriting. I'm sure I'll do more of those. Let me know what you think. Do you like those little mini episodes or not? I love hearing from you. Please, please, please do reach out to me. Also, I've had some lovely reviews on the podcast, the Apple Podcast uh, app. If you do listen there and you enjoy this, I would love it if you could drop a little review. I really, really appreciate it. And as you probably know, it helps other people find the podcast. So if you've enjoyed it, perhaps other people will too. Now today on episode 10, what I'd like to talk about is how to get lucky. (laughs) And let's dig into this. A lot of people seem to think that having success at screenwriting or filmmaking is really about your luck, ultimately. That it's not just about talent, it's also just about whether you get lucky. Now, last week, somebody wrote to me on Facebook, and this is what triggered me to talk about this. They wrote to me, and I'm going to read exactly what they wrote. There's no question whether I am or not a good or great writer. The real questions remain, who's going to find out? Will I be appreciated as such? Will I end up getting the right people to see my work? Or will I end up unlucky? Will my luck factors be good, great, or terrible, janky? Will funding my project work out, or will it all end up ignored? Hundreds of thousands of worthy, talented, incredibly powerful artists fail, quit, die, or fall into obscurity every year. Time will run out one day. If certain levels of success or opportunities don't eventually come, it is what it is. You have to be prepared for the fact that some people are anointed and the luck opportunities will come and others are not. I knew and know both types. A lot of talented people just didn't make it. Personal friends of mine, some ended up killing themselves. Others simply quit and resigned themselves to working monotonous corporate jobs while abandoning their creativity simply because they ran out of time and energy to keep the pursuit chase going. Sometimes you throw a pebble into a pond and the ripples just aren't there. No echoes, no returns, no replies. It is what it is. Wow, that's, <laughs> that made me really sad reading that out loud. As I say, those are not my thoughts. This is what somebody wrote to me on Facebook. And the reason I want to talk about it is because I think this mindset is very prevalent among screenwriters and filmmakers. And I also think it's directly to blame for the terrible results that so many do get. So let's dig into this. The belief here is that talent is basically having a lottery ticket. (laughs) You might be talented. You know, this writer begins by saying, "I, I know I'm a good writer, so I have the talent. I know I have the talent, but now I'm just waiting for luck. I'm just waiting for my number to come up and maybe I'll get lucky and maybe I'll be chosen and you have to be chosen. And some people are anointed, but others are not. And you don't control that. And it's just what it is. It is what it is. This writer actually says that twice. So this view is basically resting on the idea, obviously, that talent in itself is not enough. There's something else at work. 
And really, I 100% agree with that, right? Talent in itself is not enough. Talent in itself does not explain why some people succeed and other people don't. And like the screenwriter, I have known many extremely talented individuals who have never broken through or had any meaningful success. And it kind of kills me, you know? And on the flip side, I've known some people of pretty modest talent, and that's being generous if I'm honest, uh, who've experienced huge success. So it's easy to observe this, and we can all come up with those kinds of examples, people that are crazy talented in our opinions who never achieve success, and people who maybe aren't that talented and who do. And if we look at that, we might come to think that it's just about luck, right? It's about, you know, the right time, the right place, about knowing the right people. It's about things that you cannot control. That is understandable that you might draw that in conclusion, but in my opinion, it's completely false. To begin with, this view casts us as victims in life. And I fundamentally don't agree with this. And you may disagree with me right now and think I'm wrong, but please hear me out. I think investing your belief in such a view, i.e. the view that you don't control the outcomes in your life, at the very least, it just doesn't serve you to believe it. If you're serious about breaking through and having success and creating luck, (laughs) like the idea that you can actually create it, you cannot do that. You cannot have that success. You cannot create luck if you cling to your victim status. You are reducing yourself to a lottery ticket holder. You're waiting, you're hoping, and it may happen, (laughs) but I doubt it because as you've noted, talent itself is no guarantee for it. I suspect that if you polled most highly successful people about what role luck played in their success, you wouldn't hear often, I just got lucky. Okay, if you go to people who won Oscars this year, right, what role did luck play in you getting this Oscar? I don't think many of them would say, oh, it was the biggest thing. Yes, luck might play a small role in it or the impression of luck. But to quote my dad, and he has said this to me so many times, you make your own luck. And he always says it to me when I am saying, I just got really lucky. I can't believe my luck. And he always says to me, Diane, you make your own luck. You have probably heard the quote from Seneca, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. And if you haven't, I'm glad to share it with you. If you have, it's always a good one to hear again. Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. I looked up a study recently on the internet about luck. It's by a guy called Richard Wiseman. It was a 10-year scientific study. And he concluded, lucky people generate their own good fortune via four basic principles. This is a quotation from his report. They are skilled at creating and noticing chance opportunities, make lucky decisions by listening to their intuition, create self-fulfilling prophecies via positive expectations, and adopt a resilient attitude that transforms bad luck into good. I totally agree with this outlook. When I think of the people I know who have succeeded at high level, all of these things are true. Okay, so number one, they create and notice opportunities and take full advantage of them. And I think often people who are stuck in a different kind of mindset, they don't notice certain opportunities arising. They don't create them either. They're not putting themselves out in the way that they need to in order to create them. Number two, 
they listen to their intuition and they are courageous enough to be guided by it. And again, this takes a lot of courage to listen to your intuition because your intuition will often take you places that you don't want to go, (laughs) that aren't comfortable, that mean taking risks. But it's these big risks that will often lead to the greatest seeming luck. Number three, they expect to win. They believe that their success is inevitable. And because of that, they take action according to that belief. And this is such an important thing. This is the idea of you create self-fulfilling prophecies via positive expectations. If you believe that you are going to succeed and you really believe it, you're not paying lip service to it, you will take action in such a way that you will succeed. I'm utterly convinced of this. I studied philosophy at university, some of you all know that, and I remember one lecture, just it always sticks in my mind, where the lecturer was talking about how do we know that reality exists? Like, how do I know that what I perceive is not a fantasy? And he said, one of the greatest refutations of that, like, how can I say, how can I prove that a chair exists? And he said, well, really, if you choose to sit on it, if you're sitting on the chair right now, you are acting as if it exists. So even if it doesn't exist, it's performing its function, it's existing for you. If you truly didn't believe it existed, if you were like, I just don't believe, there's no proof, I don't believe it, you would not sit in the chair, right? You wouldn't take the risk because you'd fall on your ass. And I think it's the same thing with our beliefs about if we're going to be successful or not. A lot of us say, I believe that I will be successful. I believe I can be successful. But we're not taking the action that backs that up. It's like we're saying, I believe the chair exists, but I'm not willing to sit down on it because I might fall on my butt, right? And I think a lot of us take that approach and then blame the fact that there's other factors that are holding us back. Now, number four of these four basic principles, they don't make setbacks or failures mean they are no good or they should give up. People who have success and who seem to be lucky, they are resilient. They learn from the results they get that they don't love. And everybody gets kinds of failures, right? There's nobody who just gets success, nobody who just gets luck. They have bad luck, but they turn it into good because they see the failures as simply feedback on the path to ultimate success. They don't see it as an end and a reason to give up. Now, at the base of all of this, something that successful people have in common is that they all take full responsibility for their results, i.e. they don't blame luck or external elements. This can be super hard to do and super scary. I'm going to just be honest with you. Most of us are conditioned from an early age to think that we're not in total control of our lives. It's easier to cast blame and to blame things outside ourselves, to say that life is unfair. It's just the way it is. As this writer said, it is what it is. And it's easy to say things like, it's because it's harder for people like me, because I'm a woman, because I was born in a small town, because I'm not straight, because I didn't grow up with money, because I don't know anyone that's rich, because insert your favorite excuse here. This is why I'm not having the success I want. This is why I'm not getting the luck. But try this on. You are responsible for everything in your life. Everything. Take a look around you. Your thoughts and beliefs have created every result you see around you. Your job, your level of education, the state of your health, your weight, how much money's in your bank, where you live, what car you drive, if you drive one, the state of your relationships, whether you're married or single, everything. These things are not what they are by chance. 
They are what they are because of what you have believed up until this moment. You have created them intentionally or not through your beliefs. Because here's how it works. Your beliefs might feel like you're objectively describing the world. For instance, you might believe that it's hard to make money as an artist. You've heard it since you were little. I mean, most people say this. It's hard to make money as an artist. You think you're describing a fact. Look around, you'll say to me, right? There's tons of evidence backing this up. Look at that artist and this artist. You know, they're all struggling. They're all starving, right? But that's how your brain works. It takes the belief you hold in your subconscious mind and then seeks evidence for it in the external world, filtering out anything that doesn't confirm it. This is why we say a self-fulfilling prophecy, because your subconscious mind makes sure you get what you believe. If you believe you only get to have a certain amount of money, that's how much money you have. If you believe that it's hard to make money as an artist, that is how it will be. Your beliefs, to be clear are neither true nor false, really objectively in the world. They're just thoughts you've had over and over. So many times you've had them, these thoughts, that they have become like little trusty neural pathways in your mind and they feel so certain to you. It's hard to question them. Now, your results up to this point are basically a reflection of all the thoughts and beliefs you've held in the past. The moment you realize that, it can be really scary because you might not like what you've got right now and to take responsibility for it all might be terrifying. I know that feeling to look around and think I'm not happy about that. I don't feel good about this. And it can be scary to say, okay, and it's me. I have created this. I have created my life up until this point. But the alternative to that is worse. The alternative is to choose to live in a world where you have no control, where you are a victim. So when you decide to take responsibility for all the results in your life, when you stop blaming luck, (laughs) you start to have some control. You start to be the conscious creator of your life. You realize you choose. You get to decide. And you realize there is nothing in this world more powerful than your alignment and your faith. And that when you have these, And when you consistently take inspired action towards your dreams from your alignment, from your faith, your success does become inevitable. And it becomes inevitable because you have decided and that all your actions from there pour from that core belief, right? You're sitting on the chair. You are sitting on the chair because you believe it to be there. You know it to be there. You know you're supported and you will keep taking action until you succeed. So I just offer to you, you can create luck. Luck is not something that's bestowed from the outside. You can create luck yourself. If you think you're not lucky, then that is what you'll continue to be. That will continue to be your reality. But what if you chose another story for yourself? What if you chose to tell yourself that you are lucky? that it's inevitable that the right people will read your work at the right time and that everything is working in your favor for the highest good always? What if you chose to believe that you are being guided always to your best outcomes and all it takes from you is total faith and willingness to show up and to take inspired action, to take the next step? Do you think that if you chose to embrace these stories, these beliefs, 
that your life might turn out differently than if you choose to sell yourself that you are powerless and waiting, hopefully, to be anointed. What do you think? So one of my most beloved teachers in recent years, I feel like I should do a series of podcasts just about people who I've learned a lot from and people whose teachings I really, really admire. But one of them from recent years, is her name is Brooke Castillo. I don't know if you guys know her. Her podcast is called The Life Coach School. I highly recommend it. She teaches a model that is really derived from a lot of different traditional wisdoms and truths about life. It's not, and she says herself, it's not that she invented something new, but she invented her own particular way of uh, presenting it to people and presenting it in a way that you can use it in your life. So the model, she says, your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings fuel your actions. Your actions create the results. If you want different results, if you're looking around at your life right now and you don't love the results, so if you're a screenwriter or a filmmaker and you're not getting your work made, you're not getting the funding, you're not getting people to read your work, don't just cross your fingers and hope. Okay? Also, don't just attack the action line. And that's the big mistake that tons of us make. We're not changing our feelings. We're not changing our thought. We're just trying to change our actions. So we're trying to do more, for instance. You have to go to the baseline of your thoughts if you really want to change your results. So again, if you change your thoughts, you'll change your feelings. If you change your feelings, you'll change your actions and the results will be totally different. I promise you. I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope that this has opened your mind to the idea that you don't have to wait for luck. You don't have to depend on it and that doing so will lead to not getting the results you want, almost certainly. But the day that you decide that it's up to you, that you can create your own destiny, you get to choose, you get to have power over that, everything will change. So to wrap this up, I just wanted to ask you to consider a few questions. First of all, what are your thoughts about your path as a filmmaker or screenwriter? And I would encourage you to write this down, just journal on it. What do you think, what do you believe to be true about your path? Do you think it's hard? Do you think it's difficult to get people to connect with you? Do you think it's difficult to raise money? What are your beliefs right now? What are the stories you're telling yourself about what it takes to be successful? Write down, see what comes up. What do you think it takes to be successful? And if you want to say, you know, just be honest with yourself. If it is, I think you have to be lucky. I think you have to be rich. I think you have to know the right people. Write those things down. Then ask yourself, are these things ultimately true? Are they ultimately true? Also ask yourself, do these stories, do these beliefs serve you? One of the most amazing things in life to me, one of the greatest gifts that took me a long time to figure out is you can actually believe anything you want, anything you want. There's no rules. <laughs> you don't have to believe things that are true objectively. <clears throat> you can literally choose to believe anything you want. You can choose to believe it can be easy for you. You can choose to believe that you're always lucky. You can choose to believe that your success is inevitable and that everything is leading you towards it. You can choose to believe that from this day forward. Your beliefs shape your life. So what I'd say about your beliefs, choose them wisely. All right, you guys, I hope that has been 
helpful. I hope maybe that that will shift you out of the idea that you just need to be lucky in order to have success as a filmmaker or a screenwriter. You can create your own luck. You can get lucky. Choose luck. Choose power for yourself always. If you've enjoyed this episode, please reach out to me. Send me a message on Instagram at Diane Bell or write a review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you so much and I love hearing from you. Take care. Have an awesome week. Create great luck for yourself this week. Feel it. And I'll see you next week. Bye.